This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, bright soul. Thank you for joining me on another podcast. And I hope that your week went well. I know for me here, things just got really, really busy and chaotic, but it's all good things. I'm super grateful and I'm thankful for you. Thank you for your support, for sharing my work and for doing your work, because this is really important. Not a lot of us are choosing a higher road. And so those that are, I just really appreciate it. We need your light at this time. And that's what brings me to today's podcast topic. And that is how well are you receiving? And a lot of times we might think we are good at receiving, but there are ways in which we give more than we receive. And, you know, it's really a cultural thing where we were conditioned to be considered selfish if we met our own needs, put our own needs above someone else's. And those of us who are on this path, we don't have that problem. So that doesn't apply to us. <laughs> I mean, I can see where it would apply to someone who has selfish tendencies. And I can get where there would be a place. But what I have noticed, I noticed it in myself. And I noticed with people who are drawn to this type of work is that we are typically over givers to the point of burning the candle at both ends. We typically have poor boundaries that we have to learn how to establish and put ourselves first. And I had to work on this so much, especially mothers. Mothers, we have this unrealistic expectation by society that has us conditioned to put our children first, even when they're old enough to do things for themselves. And only you know that correct balance. But sometimes if your calibration system is off, you have to use your own intuition and your own body as a guidance system to help you to recalibrate correctly. Dr. Mario Martinez does beautiful work with this, where he talks about people who are so used to overgiving, they have to, <laughs> when they feel guilty for doing something for, them, for themselves or saying no, they have to give themselves more. He essentially goes about it where he has people overgive to themselves in order to recalibrate because they're so depleted. And so I wanted to talk about this because there are simple ways that you can really look into and see in yourself how well you are receiving and you can make gradual shifts to open yourself to receive more. And the reason this is so important is because right now the energy is intense and I know for me, I've been fatigued more often. I am not able to um, burn myself at both ends like I used to be able to. I used to stack clients after working a full work day. You know, I would do things with my daughter, run her here and there and, you know, help family, help friends. And I was just, I mean, giving like crazy um, with my energy and my time. And I still do that. But I noticed that I will get depleted quicker. So I have had to build in blocks of recovery time and self care in order to continue to give. And I've had so many conversations over the past weeks and months of people who wonder if something is wrong with them because they're feeling so depleted and tired. And, and I'm telling you, it's everyone, it's the energy. And so we have to up our game. And I know right now, I don't feel like up in my game. I don't know about you, but I feel like, goodness, when is it going to settle? I don't really want to up my spiritual game right now, but guess what? We don't really have a choice. This is make it or break it. 
you know, that's really the time that we're in. It's go time. Step up, rise up, or sink. I don't want to sink. And I know that you don't either. So there are little things that really help me shift. For one, I used to deflect compliments. And it was it was a conditioning of being treated as though I was conceited if I received a compliment. And so I was conditioned to deflect compliments. I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore because let me let me back that up. There are times when I'm not feeling my best, you know, so if I went on like, I don't know, a sugar binge, and I'm, I'm retaining water, or I've been eating out, and someone tells me, Oh, you look really good today. I, I might say something like, really, thank you. I don't feel very good. Um, honestly, so thank you for telling me that. Even then, I've had to check myself like Susan, why do you share that information? Just receive the compliment and move on. And so it's little things. And I'm sure you've heard this before. But when someone does something such as, you know, telling you, Oh, you know, I like your earrings, or I like the shirt that you're wearing, you know, oftentimes we deflect like, Oh, you know, this is old or something like that. I quit doing that. So I'm offering it to you when someone gives you says something nice about you just say thank you. Thank you. And actually really receive it. These are gifts from the universe. The universe uses people to speak to us and to lift us up. They use non-physical beings as well, but it's nice. Spirituality is carried out in practicality. So it's nice to have this spiritual, non-physical experience as well as the physical experience. The other thing is just being very mindful of times where people want to do nice things for you and letting them do it. When I was in the military, I would shop at the commissary all the time and I would never let them take my groceries to my car. I would still tip them, but I would take my own groceries. And I remember the the tape that would play in my head was like, I can take my own groceries. I don't need you to take my groceries. It wasn't um, a receptive mode. It was a, more of a defensive mode. It wasn't, I was very numb back then. And I had to be in order to do the work that I was doing. And just from my upbringing in general, it was a survival mechanism. But I go back to that time because I had such a hard time receiving. I remember times when I was moving and I would move everything myself, everything myself. I wouldn't let anyone help me. And I had a car too, not even a truck. I would take five and six trips in my car to move everything myself because I didn't want anyone to help me. And I noticed tendencies in some of my family members still, they're always worried about putting other people out. So they don't want to ask for help because they don't want to put other people out. But guess what? Other people don't mind putting you out. (laughs) They don't mind asking for help. And so it's finding a balance. And so I would just say when people offer nice gestures, do you just say thank you and receive it? I've gotten so much better at that. And I noticed such a significant flow in my abundance when I started receiving little things such as compliments and nice gestures and really receiving it in gratitude. And they can feel that when someone does something nice for you and you receive it like, oh my gosh, thank you. They feel it. And you give that person a gift by receiving it because you as a giver, you know, when you do something nice for someone and they appreciate it so much it lights you up. It fills you up. I mean, when I give a gift to someone that I know that they really wanted, I'm, I'm more excited than them to give them the gift because I cannot wait to see the expression on their face. I love to give to gracious people. On the other hand, when you give to people who are just meh, they don't care. They're not excited about it. They're not grateful. You don't really want to give to them. And the universe is the same way. Ha ha. Think about it. 
the universe wants to give to nice and receptive people who appreciate it because the more that you give, the more you can give, right? Because you have more energy, you're more fulfilled. And if it's money, hey, the more that more money you have, the more you can do good things with it and give to other people. So those couple of things really help to shift it like, okay, let me get really good at receiving. Now, Let's just say you're in a process or a place in your life where you feel like no one's really giving to you. I've had that too. And it goes in cycles where I feel like, gosh, whew, I do everything and uh, I'm, I'm, I give, I'm doing all these things and I don't really feel like people are giving back to me. Well, here's what I started doing. I had noticed little things like when someone opens the door for me. Oh, thank you so much. That was so sweet. Or when someone lets me go in front of them in traffic thank you. Or when I let someone go in traffic and they wave and we have a little moment of like, no worries. I have times when people let me go in front of them in the checkout line. Thank you. Right now when we're, you know, but still kind of limited in what we're doing with the COVID, it's other things like I was going to check my mail the other day and there was a man checking his mail and he saw me coming and he took his key out and he stepped back like, here, I'll go after you. I'm like, thank you. And he was doing it because of the social distancing. You know, I don't care anything about it, but I respect that other people are afraid. And so it's things like that and just exchanges with people. Um, when I'm doing my walks, I'll pick up trash on the way because I want to pick up Mother Earth. And so, you know, I want to keep it clean. So I do things like that. And so I noticed another person picking up trash on my walk and I was like, oh, for me, that was like, that was me receiving a gift of someone else doing something that I do. So I look for all these little ways in which the universe is smiling on me. Also, I was walking uh, a couple days ago before it got bitter cold. I will not, I will not uh, rant about it being cold on these podcasts like I have in previous years. Okay, I take that back. I might, but I'm gonna try not to because I don't really care for cold weather. <laughs> Every year I'm like, okay, Susan, you choose to live here. You can live anywhere in the world. You love living here. So let's just deal with the cold weather. And then when it gets really cold, I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't stop myself from saying something. I'm getting better at it though. But the other day before it was freezing outside and I was walking. Oh, it's so gorgeous here. It is so gorgeous here in the fall when the leaves are falling and all the trees are changing colors. And I was walking and a couple of leaves fell on my head. And, you know, I, it, I, I enjoyed it. I smiled, I looked up and then I looked down and one of the leaves was shaped in a heart. And I thought, Oh, thank you. These are all signs. And when you look at it and you really receive and you're grateful for it with no urgency to give back, because this is the way the universe works. It's give and receive, inhale, exhale. You have to stay in balance. And the more that you focus on give, receive, give, receive, you'll feel so much better. And you'll notice an increase in your flow of how, how much the universe wants to give you. And so I wanted to offer that here and say a lot of times, because this is another conversation I had, a lot of times when we don't want to receive, we have an underlying feeling of being unsafe to receive. I remember when I was really young, I made a really strange decision that if someone gave to me, it meant I owed them something. 
And I didn't want to owe anybody anything. So then I shut my ability to receive down because anytime someone would offer me anything, nope, I don't want to owe them anything. And that is so insane. And sometimes it's because people make you feel that way because they have their own things going on. It's never about you. It's always about them. And so just because one person is unsafe to receive from doesn't mean everyone's unsafe to receive from. And that just goes back to listening and trusting your own intuition. And I remember, um, you know, I had just some difficulties in childhood. And I remember laying in my bed at night and thinking, I will never receive. I'll never take such and such from anyone. I'm going to do everything myself. I'm going to be so independent. I'm not going to need anyone for anything. And I lived my life that way for many years. And I was exhausted and cut off. And, you know, it was, it, it helped me get through and survive and accomplish things, but it only served me for a time. And so the other thing I want to offer is if you're having that issue or you've had it before, it served you at some time in your life, but because you're drawn to this now, it's no longer serving you anymore. So we go through phases, we learn from them, they serve us in some way, but when it's not serving us as much anymore, or it's just not useful, it's time to learn something new and move on. And so um, the other thing is, sometimes we have a hard time just asking for help. So this is another thing that I wanted to talk about, because I used to have such a hard time asking for help, because I felt unworthy of asking. I felt like if I asked for help, then I was weak, or nobody would want to help me. And that's another belief, you know, a limiting belief that I picked up along the way. So the way I healed that was by meeting my own needs. And it's very simple. So I'm used to pushing myself and I would push myself beyond fatigue. I mean, just exhaust myself doing things that I don't have to do in that moment. So it would be things like, okay, I have to get up at 5am and go to the gym six days a week, no matter if I'm working or not, because I've got to get my workout done. Do you, Susan? <laughs> no. If your body is exhausted, you are not going to benefit yourself by by pushing yourself and increasing your cortisol levels. This isn't something where I was um, trying to get into a routine. I mean, we're talking like decades of doing this to myself. And then realizing, what does my body need right now? What do I want? It is okay if I skip a day. And give myself a rest day when my body really needs it. The other little thing was stuff like, hmm, okay, so I think I want a cup of tea right now. Let me meet my own needs. Let me meet my own needs. I take care of everyone else. Why aren't I taking care of myself as well as I'm taking care of everyone else? So I started doing these little things like, hmm, I really would love a cup of tea. Let me get that for myself. I would really love to just sleep in tomorrow on work when on days that I'm not working when I can and okay, I'm going to sleep in, you know, I know I had this scheduled, but I really am not feeling it. Let me disappoint that person. That's a, that's a chapter in one of Cheryl Richardson's books, um, the art of extreme self care. It's called, let me disappoint you. And it talks about just having to push through to set some really healthy boundaries to take good care of yourself. Because at the end of the day, you live with yourself and you are with yourself more than any other being on this planet. And so you have to live with yourself and be happy with yourself and take care of yourself. And I'm not talking about being selfish because if, like I said, if you're listening to this, you're not selfish. This is for the people who burn the candle at both ends and overgive. And I'm pretty sure that's you and I know it's me. 
and it's it's and it's kind of like those little tests come. So <laughs> I had, I mean, this is recent. So because of the COVID, and um, I had a couple of family members that came down with COVID. Um, they're fine. They're just fine, um, as most people are, since it has such a extremely high survival rate. And um, I had a death in the family and some family members, you know, we have a annual anniversary of deaths in the family. Those are hard times for people on top of not being able to travel and see people. You know, I've got like a couple of close friends who are really struggling during this time. They're out of work. My heart breaks. My heart really goes out to people and I want to be supportive. And I feel like the best way that I can be supportive is by keeping myself very strong so that I can be a support pillar for other people and for myself. And so I really had to think about, you know, because these situations, I will begin to get really drained, especially because I'm still working and doing all these things that I do for my business. And, you know, that's part of my purpose. And I enjoy doing that. But if someone is paying me for a service, I need to be in the best state possible. So I will look at my schedule and see if I have a private client scheduled at that time, um, like during the day. And so I give myself time to meditate and tune in and prepare. And there's been a couple times where right when I'm about to go into my meditation practice, because I'm going to be preparing for a client, I have a friend call me or my daughter will come down um, with drama. It's not an emergency. It's them wanting to process their emotions with me. And I've had to be very clear and say, now is not the time. I have to work, so I got to prepare for it. So I've gotten really good at just turning off my phone and saying, I, I'll tell you what, I will be available during this time. And, I'll, and I'm gonna, I'll call you, I'll call you back, I'll get with you. But right now, I've got to do this. And you know what happens? It's resolved. By the time I'm done, you know, I'll take my clients and do all the things that I meditate, disconnect, you know, and all of that. And then by the time I go, they've resolved it. And so the reason I'm sharing that is because you're not their source. And I know I've been saying that a lot, but it's important. You are not their source. If you aren't available because you're actually filling your own cup, they can get their cup filled by themselves or through someone else. So free yourself up with that and... It's okay to give yourself some extra self-care time. This also happened this week. Um, so I shared in previous podcasts that during this time, I've really had to give myself downtime. Not on social media anymore, other than my business, which has been heavenly. And the people that want to connect with me, they find me. They find me other ways. Either they have my private number or they find me. And so the point is, is that the world still orbits and it's going to be okay. So I had already scheduled... I had scheduled two times last week that I was going to spend time with someone, with a friend of mine. We were going to watch shows and disconnect from this work too. Because the other thing is, if you're constantly just meditating and connecting and praying, you know, you're also not living in this world, which is important. And I'm not saying that's true for everyone, but it is true for me because I have a habit of never having any fun and just working and working and working and meditating. And then I get congested because I'm just swimming in the energy and then I'm not connected to my body and I have a hard time focusing. What happens is, is when you're constantly meditating, you're downloading, you're not exhaling that out and doing things physically, then you're just spaced out. And your motive, your motivation can dwindle and all those things. And, and that isn't helpful at this time either. So I have intentionally set aside one to two times a week where I spend time with a friend who doesn't do any of this work. 
We watch comedy shows, we laugh, we eat, and we have a great time. And so, you know, my family knows those days that I'm going. I've let them know ahead of time. And um, my daughter, on the day that I went, she was having an emotional situation on those days that she can handle on her own. It was teen drama and anyone with teenagers knows or middle schoolers. And so I was there trying to enjoy my time and she was texting me with, you know, stuff that she can resolve. And um, I'm like, okay, well, you know, right now I'm doing this and I'm really sorry and I, I love you. I know you'll figure it out. And, um, you know, she just kept, she was just wanting, uh, you know, to throw up on someone, you know, <laughs> to throw up the emotional drama on someone. And I'm her mom, so I get it. But again, even with your own kids, there are limits because honestly, four hours a week and I'm home all the other times and I'm working and I'm accessible and I ask for just a couple of hours during the work week, I think that she can manage for those couple of hours, especially when I'd been home all day. And it's little things like that. It's boundaries. So, you know, I'd let her know, okay, I'm going to talk to you when I get home. Okay. And uh, my phone is going to go on do not disturb because I'm, I'm watching a show and I'm hanging out. But, um, you know, if anything happens, if there's an emergency, give me a call, but let's talk about when I get home. By the time I got home, she even forgot about it. It was already resolved. And so, you know, it is a practice. And I feel like the universe does give tests, of course, but you can get through it. And you deserve it. I really, really want you to get this. You deserve all good things. You're an amazing person. You're doing great work on this planet. And we need you. And in order for you to stay in balance, you have got to get good at receiving, giving and receiving. Just remind yourself, can't, how, much, how much inhaling can you do before you exhale? Okay? And then think about it. If you exhale all the air out of your lungs and you keep exhaling and keep exhaling, this is what you're doing when you're giving, how long can you last without that other inhale? So think about it. And let's go into a healing. I just want to flood you with nice healing energy because you deserve it. I just want to leave you feeling full and floaty and all those great things that energy healing can provide. So if you can uncross your arms and legs and just focus on your breathing, I'm going to turn the healing on. And as I said in previous podcasts, I know I move around, so you're probably going to hear me spraying and moving around a little bit, but just go inside and really receive
Okay, you can start coming back into your body. So I hope that helped. And with all healings, the reason we say drink a little bit of extra water is because it's similar to a massage. Your physical body has to integrate the healing energy. And I've had times where I've worked on people and they were dehydrated and they didn't drink water and they felt a little bit sore. And I know these are quick mini healings. Those were in private sessions that last at least half an hour. But I always think it's just a really good practice to let your body help your body integrate and absorb and so that's all I have for you. And I wish you a beautiful week. Try to meet your own needs this week. Give yourself permission to have what it is that you have as long as it's not a destructive habit that's going against your, you know, your intuition, and your needs um, in terms of like your goals and your health goals. So I always say like follow your own intuition about what you really need and what your soul wants, what's good for you. And that's all I have. Have a good week. Take care. Bye-bye.